he's in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire siphon order. It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gondahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gondahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Silent breed is people! Welcome, listener, to Starcrashed. We are going to talk about a film today, more specifically Dante's Peak from 1997. My name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. So Linnea, Dante's Peak. How would you describe Dante's Peak? What genre are we <laughs> dabbling in tonight? <laughs> well, uh, just like last time, we are uh, exploring the genre of disaster films. And um, Dante's Peak is... Quite a well-known one, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's especially during the '90s. It was the kind of movie that, at least here in Sweden, uh, were often on television. Uh, so I've seen this many times. Uh, it was kind of nice to revisit. Actually, it's uh, almost a little bit nostalgic for me. I would say. Oh, nice! Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, like, approximately how long ago it was you saw it? Ooh, since I saw it last time, who? Well, at least 10 years ago, I would say. It's been quite a while. Quite a while, yeah, absolutely. So I haven't seen it before. I've heard about it. Like like you say, it's like one of those, it's been around for so long. And it's it's also, um, it's not a well-loved disaster film, it seems like. Uh, But I know that the special effects at least are um, like... Considered to be very good, like very good in terms of like, um, for, in in terms of like how how much practical effects can do uh, in a film film like this, mm. because I do think m- most of it's practical. I don't think any of it is really CGI, uh, in a sense. So, yeah, it stars Pierce Brosnan and it stars Linda Hamilton. And Pierce is a geo- geologist or a volcanologist. Volcano, volcanologist, a volcano. <laughs> am I saying? Am I even? Am I making a term up right now? I'm not sure. <laughs> I should have checked. No, I think that's the correct one. Yeah, uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does point out in one part of the film that no, 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 I'm not a geologist. I'm a oh, <laughs> vulca, vul- volcanologist. Yeah, volcanologist. Yes. Uh, Closely related to Spock. But however, (laughs) so he is in Dante's Peak because there has been some readings that make it so that the the Dante's Peak, the mountain, uh, very, very close to a city that is, or a town, I should say, that is um, located just below the mountain. uh, Like Pompeii. (laughs) Yes, it's, it's very much like Pompeii and th- we have a mayor in, of, uh, of this town and uh, that's uh, Linda Hamilton and uh, yeah I mean it's it's about a volcano erupting and they they're escaping and and they, I mean I don't know what else to really say about the the uh, <laughs> plot 
uh, we can get into it, but like that's the gist of it. And it's also, it takes quite a while for the mountain to erupt or the volcano to erupt. And uh, there's a lot of like back and forth, whether or not uh, the threat is imminent or how serious it should be taken, like how many, how much planning is really necessary. And it's a lot of back and, and forth with that sort of discussions uh, between some mm. characters. And um, yeah. Uh, where do you want to start with Dante's Peak? <laughs> where do you want to start? Um, well, let's sort of, let's sort of start with um, the the sort of inspiration for this movie, which mm. I think is quite obvious: the Mount Saint Helens uh, eruption. Yeah, they mention it. Yes, they mention it. Yes, and I think it's it's. <sighs> They don't make it exactly like that eruption, but it's they they're definitely sort of playing on that the trauma that came from that the mm. Mount St. Helen uh eruption and wanting the the sort of um personal drama almost that that we know uh happened to some of the people mm. that that were close to Mount St. Helen mm. when it erupted and they they really sort of explore that I think in Dante's Peak. Mm-hmm. Quite quite successfully, I would also actually say. Um, I mean, we have, for example, um, Linda Hamilton. She has uh, her ex mother in law Ruth, mm. who mm. lives on the side of the mountain, and she's that the kind of person who uh, no 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 I I'm not leaving my mountain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that is the sort of tale that we have heard in um, the tales oh, of of uh, that specifically. Yeah, well, not not. She, I I don't think Ruth is specifically based on a real character, yeah, but yeah, but she's okay. sort of a type of character yeah, that we've yeah. seen in um, no, real no, volcanic you, yeah. eruptions. Yes, mm. uh, just as as an example. Mm. Um, so I think uh, that's 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 what they're building on, and I think uh, that's one of the movie's strength, really. Uh, Whatever flaws we may say that the movie have, and we, we, I think we'll get into those later, but they do, they do really manage to, how should I say, portray the trauma that, that can happen to a whole city, a whole town in the shadow of, of this volcano. Mm. Um, and you know, it's, it, it it changes society in a way, and I think that's yeah what we see here because we see yeah. we see this town. I think it's called Dante's Peak as well. The the town. I believe so. Yeah. Yes, and they have been nominated or chosen as <sighs> the second best town to live in or something. I don't remember the exact yeah. award, but they've been awarded something, and it's a big thing for them. Because this is going to bring in more tourists and investors, and they're going to grow, and they're going to be this this great town, great yeah. town to live yeah. in. Uh, and then suddenly they have this threat of, oh no, we're going to be wiped out by a volcano, yeah. and it's just it's really heartbreaking yeah. to you know see that because these are people who have invested their lives and their hearts and their sweat and their tears into this Definitely. town, uh, and now they they have the possibility of it all being wiped away um yeah so yeah yeah it's rough because um i mean 
<clears throat> when we're sort of like introduced to the town, it it looks it looks so lovely. <laughs> yeah, like it just looks cozy, and the sort of like small town, um, Colorado style. Um, it's, it's, it it just looks really friendly and nice. I'm getting like some some sort of small scale Colorado. Um, Gilmore girls um, vibes, mm. if you get what I'm saying, like that really cozy small town, um, and the scenery, like the um, the nature and everything, it's really beautiful. And I was like, yeah, I could live there. I get like why, why they really enjoy their town and like why it might be voted like second best uh, <laughs> under twenty thousand population or whatever the yeah, award was. Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, and then you have this sort of beautiful looming giant that is the, the the mountain, the volcano, and you just know that like it's gonna shatter this whole valley basically, and mm. it does, and it it's cast in this gray, um, how do you say like gray dust, or it is yes. a, a, a lava, um, a river of lava, and it's just it's um, it's very like well done. I'd say like the contrasts because of that is so vast, um, which I think it's, it's really well done. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, that kind of, of nature and environment. You just, you just hate to see it destroyed. Um, yeah. And here we, we, we uh, this is also one of the things that I think the movie does quite well. The sort of rising, uh, or well, rising tension, yes, but also mm. sort of we see how we're getting closer and closer to the eruption because there yeah. are only signs in the beginning. Yep. Uh, the the lake is acidic, you know. Uh, Harry Dalton, Pierce Brosnan's character, he mm. takes a sample and he's like, "Yeah, that's very, very much acid in that lake, more <laughs> than than there should be." And there are dead trees that are sort of, oh, how they did they die? Mm. And they're Birds squirrels. are moving away, and the squirrels are dying, <laughs> and 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 the people in a hot spring that that die also sort of mysteriously. So yeah, uh, it's um, it's yeah, it's both sort of awful, you know, from a from a uh, if if you look at it realistically, it's quite awful to see these people sort of getting all these signs that this is what's going to happen yeah. uh, at the same time as, you know, watching it as a film, you know, it's getting more and more exciting because yeah. you know what it's building up Definitely. to. Uh, so, yeah. And so. the mountain is like, it's so huge. <coughs> like the scale, I feel like they really get the scale across and it just, it's, it's enormous and you just feel like, yeah, when that erupts, it, it's going to be hell. <laughs> basically yes. Yes. Uh, and and the scale and i do think they sort of deliver on that promise uh once it erupts and uh, and the sort of action and survival sort of kicks in and, and i do think it 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 the scale of that is in contrast to like what it was building up to which i think is really nice as well and and, and balanced that way um some disaster films can be a bit over the top or feel like well we could we could possibly compare this a little bit to the Hindenburg that we watched uh the other week that was like was so dragged out mm. uh and and you didn't you didn't to some extent you didn't really feel the build up in the no. same way that I feel no. like this one does this one is more 
sort of classic disaster film that I think we think of it as today, like one, mm. now that the genre is really, really well <laughs> established. Mm. Um, and I think it follows the recipes, the recipe in, in a good way without being exaggerated. For example, I was thinking of one of one of the most like recently re- released ones that I remember is oh, if I if I can remember the name though, but it was with The Rock. And there was maybe it was just called the tower or something. He was in a, a in a tower in China, China. Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah, I think so. skyscraper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that one, although I was entertained, it's just like it's so like it's the biggest skyscraper ever, and it's like it's so big, <laughs> and it's <laughs> and it's so ridiculous. Uh, it's just a bit too much. It mm. doesn't really feel realistic and they they involve too many like things that are feel future but it's still supposed to be sort of now and it i don't know i i prefer mm. this kind of disaster film i think don't to speak compared to the way over the top ones i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was just sitting here sort of wanting to compare it to another film which yeah. it's sort of a science fiction slash disaster film because um one of the things that at least as far as i've heard that Dante's peak has sort of been criticized for is that it's not scientifically accurate but uh, and i'm not a geologist or a volcanologist (laughs) so i will not make any judgment on how accurate it actually is but i will say Mm. this that in sort of the context of the film and the context of the world the, the film t- takes place in, it does all sort of make sense. Uh, mm. Like, there's nothing that sort of feels completely wrong or completely out of the established lore or anything. Um, mm. Because we have, in the beginning of the film, there's a, there's a sh- like a short prologue where Harry and his team are actually in another um volcanic eruption and yeah. his girlfriend at the time Marianne she actually dies because she has she gets this sort of big ash rock thrown on her head and it's it's very tragic and mm-hmm. you, you know he's really heartbroken about this and we see that similar type of ash and rock rain you know it's a pyroclastic cloud i think is what they yes. call it yes. uh, and we see that similar thing later in the movie and it all it it feels realistic enough. Yeah. <laughs> if you compare it to something like I don't know if you've seen this film, uh, the core. Do you know that one? Oh wait, I this. <laughs> uh, I feel my memory like the nerves are firing, just not enough. <laughs> if that makes sense. So uh, the core. This is, um, uh, like I said, it's a science fiction slash disaster film where I I don't remember exactly what it is that that is sort of threatening things, but uh, it has to do with the earth, like the the core of the earth stops spinning or something. So they have to build like a big digger ship that goes down into the core and restart it. And it's so ridiculous. And that is the type of movie where you just go... This is not. Yeah, this is not how things work. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense within its own world context. But Dante's Peak does, I think. Uh, so I can't tell how 
actually scientifically accurate dance peak is, but I don't really care because I think no. it estab- it establishes quite well within its own cinematic universe, if you yeah. like. This is how volcanoes work here. This is <laughs> what the end result's going to be, and this is how we're going to react to it. And it it makes sense. It follows a logical thread, and that's mostly what I ask for in a movie. Yeah, so, uh, and I I also I also like that they do different types of tests. It's not just like one thing. Mm. They do several different things to establish like. <laughs> is it about to to blow and when and like as far as i understand it like it's not it's a very difficult thing to determine when an eruption is happening mm. so like they need to gather lots of data and different types of data so I, I i do like that they do that and they do it in a way that sort of builds the tension uh the one thing i felt was a bit ridiculous uh, if I'm gonna complain about something, <laughs> that would be the robot that they used, because that one feels from the moment we see it, it feels like it's gonna break and be redundant immediately, and yeah. that's exactly what happens. <laughs> um, so that one is the only thing where I'm like, maybe we could have done that in a way that didn't feel like. Oh, you brought the silly robot, which barely works. <laughs> okay, that's the only thing. If I have to like nitpick something um, yeah. out of their arsenal, that would be the one. I um, think that's sort of it's it's a situation of in 1997. You yeah. know, people who are exploring volcanoes. They are at that point actually using robots. So the movie mm. sort of goes like, we have to show it to, to, to show the kind of technology that yeah. volcanologists yeah. use, but we don't actually have the budget for a real robot. So we're yeah. just going to sort of scrap it early on. So yes. Don't care about it. That, that's kind of what it is. We'll make it awful and we'll use it in the plot or something, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get the kids excited. Let's go. <laughs> But yeah, agreed. Um, I also, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping from one thing to another here, but whatever. <laughs> but I really enjoy the actors as well. I felt that Linda Hamilton was very believable as mayor. I also liked that she combines this with like her coffee house. <laughs> or it was coffee house, but also I got the feeling that it was a sort of type where people who hike they go through there, they buy there because like she was selling like potato peelers and stuff r- real mm-hmm. random stuff mm-hmm. in the uh, by the cashier so uh, some place where people like stop, buy a few uh, things to go on the hike and then move on and they live there as well and I thought that was really nice like she was, yeah she's the mayor but it's not like this is a very small town so like being the mayor does not it's like it's not it doesn't pay enough <laughs> like, <laughs> and she, she gotta have a job that sort of i mean maybe that's always how mayors work i wouldn't know because we don't have them here so <laughs> uh, but i thought she was charming and wonderful and um i don't see her too often in films so it was really nice to see her in a film and also I'm showing that haircut to my uh, hair hair <laughs> dresser or whatever it's called next time uh, that's the haircut I want so I'm not just saving my hair for that but yeah anyways Pierce Brosnan also you know 
does a, a nice job. Like he's also like both of these people are very nice to look at as well, which doesn't hurt. <laughs> exactly. And the kids do a good job. Like I have, I have no yeah. complaints. Yeah. The only thing I would say when it comes to um, sort of the interactions and everything, which, which doesn't even have anything to do with the actors, it's it's weirdly written at times. Some really weird lines that I was like, wait, what is this conversation? It could have been handled a bit better, I think. But Do you have an example of what you're thinking of? Um, yes, but I'm just thinking of like what they were talking about. But I think they were in... Yeah, so there was one thing, for example, when he brings up, do you like... He says, do, do you like um, under deep sea fishing? Right, yes. And you could just see like the kids were so not into deep sea fishing. Uh, this is at the point where the kids are really ups- mm. upset and things aren't going really well. And he's like, do you, and he explains like a trip that he wants to take them to. And it's just like, maybe say you want, you like r- roller coasters and uh, mm. Elsa from Frost, let's go to Disneyland. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like he didn't calm the situation and it was just like weird. Mm-hmm. And there was also an interaction between uh, Pierce and Linda when I think he was kind of wooing her and what they were... T- I just I can't remember what they were talking about, but it came off as a bit... What? Um, but you didn't I mean considering you don't like nod excessively here and like agreeing with me I think it might be it might not be annoying to some people or most people maybe I don't know no I mean it wasn't something that I reacted to when seeing it now Uh, though the scene that you were told about uh, when he asked the family if uh, they wanted to go deep sea fishing um, that one, yeah, now that you're pointing it out, yes, Didn't that work. makes sense. Yeah. No, uh, because what he's trying to do there, just sort of set the scene for the listener here, is that things are looking very dark for them. Uh, Harry and, or Pierce Brosnan's character and Linda's characters and her kids. <laughs> and he sort of makes this promise to them that, you know, when this is all over, I'm going to take you deep sea mm. fishing and we're going to have this sort of almost family vacation kind yeah. of scenario uh, and and it's supposed to be really heartwarming and sort of like yeah he's he's promising them a future together here um and it's supposed to to cheer everyone up and sort of go like mm. yeah we, we do want to do this with you yeah but like you say it's not really something that the children are interested in <laughs> no but and and it's also not something um, because like it, it could be a thing where like he he doesn't have any children of his own so he, maybe he doesn't quite like know how to interact with children there is another scene though earlier on before the catastrophe where it where the thing he does with the children he does a sort of magic trick and it really mm. works mm. so it, I think they established earlier on that he he, he works with children like he, he is good with children like oh my god he could be the dad like sort of mm. um, thing that we're supposed to get out of it so and I feel like if if they had sort of made it a thing in this scene like he brings up this thing that he can do with them and it, it'll brighten their spirits a bit and they just you know start to cry even more then they could be like yeah nothing really can bring them up like it's it's so it's so dark right now and mm. instead it just fizzles out and it's it's just a weird, <laughs> weird scene. 
<laughs> and it's just it's just played weird I think it, it should have been either like they were worse off for him telling him that <laughs> or uh, just change the story and make the kids react a bit to it so there was just a few instances like where I feel like it should have had maybe a round or two with the mm. edit I think sure yeah I think yeah. Um, which isn't like it's not unique to a film to have that need, but but I I did I did react to it like in this. Yeah, film. yeah. But I will say that rewatching this film now, um, the characters in it were actually better than I remembered. Oh, really? Uh, and I I did sort of look up the reviews that some people mm. have given it because this is not a well reviewed film, unfortunately. Unreasonably low. Yes. I just want to. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Wedge that in. Um, yeah. And one of the sort of things that are brought up sometimes are the characters, but but oh, I okay. actually yeah I actually thought the characters were well written because you have yeah. you have Pierce Brosnan's character Harry Dalton. In the beginning, we see him lose his girlfriend to yeah. a volcanic eruption, a pyroclastic cloud. In the end of this movie, we see Linda's character and her family survive the same scenario. Yeah. So for him, that's sort of the um, catharsis yes. uh, to, to use a fancy word here you know he, <laughs> we like fancy he, words. He, yeah, he didn't manage to save Marianne but he managed to save uh, this new love interest that he has and her children and that's, yeah. I think that's a really sort of nice um, nice arc for him um, definitely you don't necessarily see that end result, like in his character, because the the movie ends so quickly after that, mm. there's no real epilogue or anything. But it's implied that you know he he has sort of come full circle now, and he has yeah. managed to rescue these people that he likes. So yeah, that's really nice. And then you also have um, Linda's character and mm. Ruth, her ex mother in law, and it's established. The very first time we see Ruth, that yeah. those two have a complicated relationship, mm. uh, because Ruth's son, um, Linda's ex-husband and the father of her children, he has left, and he left yeah. six years ago, and no one knows where he is, mm. and he's just sort of, you know, fucked he left town. Yeah, he <laughs> fucked off, yeah. and it's clearly not a, a good guy move, <laughs> yeah. so to speak. Uh, and and Linda has feelings about that, which is which are very complicated. And Ruth has co- feelings about that, which are very complicated. And mm. they have issue working together because of that. But they, it's implied that they they do sort of try to make it work for the sake of the children. And I think in as we see their story progress, we see them sort of. Um, understand each other a little bit better and Ruth in the end does not survive and it's very sad and very very tragic Um, but once again there is something that has come full circle there there's something that has reached the the, its climax so to speak you know it's it's established that they have issues and in the end they understand each other and that's that's nice it's a very nice touch yeah and all yeah and also uh, just uh, one more example yeah here. no no go for it go for it yeah <laughs> um <laughs> harry has uh i think it's his boss but also like a co-worker it's on the same team mm. a character called paul dreyfus who is 
not the bad guy of the story, but no. he is a person who has differing opinions than Harry. You know, Harry mm. goes in there and uh, he sees that, oh, there are signs that the volcano is going to erupt. I better make the mayor sort of call this crisis meeting and make the town prepared for an evacuation. And then Paul's come in there and he says that, no, no, nothing to worry about yet. You know, mm. let's not make any hasty mm. decisions here. Let's look for proof first, or more proof, I'd say, yeah. that the volcano is erupting. And then maybe we can call for this crisis meeting because, you know, we don't want to scare away the investors and everything. And, you know, it's a, he sees the po- politics more of it than yeah. Harry does. Yeah. Uh, and they, I think, they don't really have Harry and Paul. It's not so much the progression of their relationship that I think is nice. It's more sort of the, we disagree on these things, but we still sort of respect each other. Yeah. Uh, that I think is a really nice point. Because like I said, Paul is not the bad guy. <laughs> he just sort no. of happened to be the guy who says wait when they shouldn't wait. But yeah. he's he's not wrong per se. You know, his, no. his way of thinking makes sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think. I mean, of course, you don't want to like. I mean, the the signs uh, that Harry or uh, Pierce Brosnan. Let's just call him Pierce. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to mix in another name here. Uh, but the signs that Pierce uh, see, like they are um, worrying. But like, of mm. course, you have to like do tests, uh, have proper like data before you go forward and evacuate. Like however like 10,000 people uh, of course you have to like be sure of what you're asking them to do uh, and also I think Paul knows very well that Pierce is still traumatized mm. from losing like um, his girlfriend in a very horrific and, and traumatic way Yes. so he may be a bit too eager to sort of jump the gun Mm. Uh, and, and and I think Paul sort of has that, you know, in the back of his head when he makes decisions um, mm. in this situation as well. And we also see that some of the results that are coming in aren't showing that it's about to erupt. So mm. we know that there are definitely two ways to see it. Uh, and then they both agree like, okay, now it's time. But then, of course... You know, it's a little bit too late, but <laughs> but they're both reasonable, and I think I I think it's too bad though because like we even though he isn't the bad guy, I, there is this sort of how do you say it tendency in Hollywood films to have someone die for their sins Mm, mm. (laughs) and I was like oh shit Paul is gonna so die (laughs) for his sins (laughs) Uh, what do you know (laughs) he dies and I just thought that was a bit unnecessary because Mm. being cautionary and being like because he wasn't like the sort of archetypal like, oh, you're so stupid, Pierce. You're so dumb. We're gonna, the, the capitalism must win and nothing may endanger the investment. It wasn't quite, it was a little mm. bit heavy handed, but like it wasn't, he wasn't quite to that point. No. Uh, not, not quite. A little bit maybe, but not quite. So it's just like annoying that he has to sort of die because of that. Mm. Because of 
some sort of morality and it's just it's just one of those things that is way too common like the bad guy or semi-bad guy or person who was maybe pulling the handbrake a little bit too much and and then uh, they have to die for that (laughs) (laughs) because otherwise how will they um redeem themselves i guess (laughs) or they have to sacrifice themselves for the the group or something it's just um a bit lazy i think to write that sort of um character arc i feel like i mean it's for a lot of other movies at least it's a way for the filmmakers to sort of make a clear stand on we agree with this point but not this point we like this ideology and not this ideology or Mm. politics or whatever it is about but i think in this movie because paul at one point brings up this example (laughs) which sort of explains why he's hesitating so much it was another town that they had been in where they thought that this volcano is going to erupt so we better prepare an evacuation or maybe they even did evacuate i don't remember the details but then he said there were no eruption. So everything was fine, except that it had really damaged like the tourism in the town. Mm. And it's in the long run actually sort of ruined a lot of the business of that town. And that's sort of what he wanted to not have happen in Dante's mm. Peak, unless <laughs> you know, un- unless absolutely necessary. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a very reasonable argument to make and, and sort of a very type of thing that you should be aware of you know yes we want to be prepared and yes Mm. if an evacuation is needed we need to be ready for that when it happens but let's not make any hasty decision let's not presume things in advance yeah and it's like you like you point out it's very sad that the filmmakers decide to kill him off because mm. then that is sending the message that his way of thinking was wrong yes uh, which i don't think it was <sighs> so yeah uh, yeah it it was it, it it didn't feel like it had its place here at least um no no i i i think possibly if they had to kill someone else i think it could have been one of the other ones <coughs> in the in the volcano team <laughs> I don't think it's called the volcano team. But there, <laughs> there were at least uh, f- three other scientists. Yes. Um, that were also four. there. Yes, four. four. Yes, four. Yes. Yes. There was there was um, the coffee guy, oh, yes. and the the guy the with the robot who had like anger issues, and and yes. the woman and the Asian guy. Yes. And I don't know exactly. any of their names. No. <laughs> Uh, but but I, I think maybe to, to, if they would have wanted like an emotional kill like that, because I do, I, all of them sort of had uh, speaking lines and everything. So I think if they wanted to have, to have like to come across like this sort of unnecessary deaths that happen mm. in a disaster like this, it, one of the other ones could have done, could have been um, just as impactful, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but. This is what they went with. <laughs> yes. I think if they really wanted a bad guy that they could maybe kill off, maybe they should have used uh, the ex 
Brian or whatever his name was. Yeah. The kid's dad. Because yeah. he was, he, by the sound of it, he was a real douchebag. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he could have showed up and, and just like tried to insert himself into their life at the very last minute. And it's just like, mm. no, too little, too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they really wanted like a morality scene. Um, but yeah. Maybe. But then he would have to like see the see the wrongdoings to sort of die yeah. in the sort of yeah. die for he your sins way. Yeah, he would have sacrificed himself heroically yes. in the end. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that like to, to, to have that specific type of death, he would have had to do that. <laughs> but how do you feel like, so the, like the, the main star is of course the eruption and the ensuing destruction and the special effects that are demanded to create all the uh, lovely lava and and rubble and explosions and <laughs> dust clouds and how do you feel about uh, that part of the film it was it was good actually mm. um like the special effects were surprisingly good better yeah. than i remember them there was really only at one point where i was like yeah now we're super imposing things on each other here yeah. uh but other than that it looks really nice um and there were there were also a progression of things there you know you have the lava flow and you have the ash cloud and you have the actual sort of explosion of the mountain yeah. and the 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 rocks that keep falling down mm. after that etc uh, really, really nice. Um, I did. If, if I'm gonna criticize it for anything, I would say that maybe it went on just a little bit too long. Uh, oh, really? Okay, yeah. It was. <laughs> it was rather dragged out. Um, mm. And you have you have Harry and his new family. They just encounter, you know, problem after problem, <laughs> and you just sort of like. They can't catch a break here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <sighs> it's, oh, that they, they gotta pick up Ruth and they get stuck on the lake and they can't move on and then she dies and then it's, uh, they get a car but they have to run it over lava and it can't mm-hmm. catch, and they get catches stuck. fire and it's just, it keeps on going and it just, <laughs> it's tragedy upon tragedy for them, you know, it's just, oh, poor people, can't catch a yes. break. can't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, he, because Harry goes, in the end, he goes to um, the research uh, place that they have sort of set up. At yeah. that point, the rest of the town has been evacuated, but they are delayed because they have had to go up on the mountain to find <laughs> find Ruth. That's that God old lady. Ruth. Yeah, <laughs> stubborn old lady. Uh, uh, but w- one of the things that they have left behind is this device they have from NASA that is able to send out the signal. And he's just yes. like, yeah, I think we're gonna need that. So he picks it up, and then they go into this old mine where they hope to sort of be protected, and they go I- deep into the mine where. Um, Graham, the son, the, mm. the young kid, has sort of a Hide hanging area, if you like. Yeah. His hangout area with friends. So they have some, I think they have like candy and stuff there that they can live on. Um, but then at that point, you know, Harry goes like, oh no, I forgot the thing in the car. And he has to go back and he gets buried on the rocks in the car. <laughs> and it's just like another thing on top of all the things he's already experienced. <laughs> yes. And then they see... Uh, a sort of a red blinking light 
So yeah. they see that it's on. It's like, oh, uh, Tom, or whatever their names are. Yeah. How long has that lamp uh, been blinking? Two days. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it two days? Like, oh, I don't know, one to two days. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it ends on Linda and the children coming out of the mine as well. And then they go up uh, in a helicopter and they plan to do that uh, weird Florida trip with the deep sea <laughs> fishing. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> well, they, they do also kiss. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yes. Lots of romantic music. Playing. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that was Dante's Peak. Have we? I feel like we just like flew through this film. <laughs> <laughs> Have we missed something? I mean, we we've covered the characters, we yeah. covered the plot, we covered <sighs> the may or may not be scientifically accurate uh, volcanology, <laughs> <laughs> and and we've covered. Um, yeah, I think we covered most yeah. of it. And yeah. like you said earlier, I think this is undeserving of a lot of the negative reviews that it gets. Um, yeah, I, I think you need. It. Yeah, I think you need to go into it with the right expectations because it's not your. How should I say? It's it's a movie that aims to be kind of fun and exciting and emotional but not necessarily your uh, lesson in geology or whatever you know you can't you can't go into it with those goggles on you sort of have to go into it with this is going to be a fun disaster film and it is a fun disaster film so yeah but i think also maybe some people i'm just like i have no i i don't know what the i've only seen like the scores um like Mm. like the imdb scores and everything like that but so i don't know like the specifics that people sort of don't like with it but i maybe one thing that people sort of feel there's a lack of is just like death and destruction because even though there's a lot of destruction but but from what i understand like a lot of people make it out alive here like there isn't there isn't like a lot of gore or or horrible deaths really uh, at display. It's kind of small scale. Like it's it's this family and it's the geology team or or volcanic volcano team, and 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 um, you see a little bit of the, like the panic that ensues, of course, in the town and everything. But it's still not like that part is kind of minor in comparison to what the family is then exposed to, and and we don't see a lot of other people who. Struggle, so I think maybe that is also a factor. I think I don't know. Mm, mm. Maybe, but yeah. I, I actually, I actually think that's a good thing that the movie does because it can't. It's very difficult, at least I think, to balance your sort of, your sort of mass destruction mm. uh, with also having these few characters that you're invested in. Yeah. And I think the movie, ha- you know, having the focus be so much on these characters and this sort of small family that is forming, mm. uh, I-, I think at least that's where a lot or most of the emotional value of the film yeah. comes from. So Exactly. I but think if you want a spectacle, yeah. like compare this to like, 
2012 or something where the scale yes. and everything is just like so over the top and people are just like it, it's so massive and this is not this isn't massive like I said earlier like the mountain is enormous and there's this small town and I think it delivers on on that promise but mm. it's still like when things are going down it's still like small scale in terms of like the impact on people that we know and also how much we see that people are being um swept with it let's say mm. like there's a lot of like like bridges are destroyed trees fall uh, like if, a lot of things like that and and i i like it i'm just like maybe that is something that people um feel missing i guess um but yeah i i'd recommend this honestly i think it's it's good it's not perfect there's a few things the boat ride is too long for example and i doubt <laughs> that the whole lake could become acid but uh but yeah. i liked it i thought it was i thought it was good way better than i expected considering mm. the scores <laughs> that it gets <laughs> for sure very much so yes yeah, yeah so um, we are quite happy with the experience of Dante's Peak I think um, yeah thumbs up from us and listener have you seen Dante's Peak maybe you hate it maybe you love it <laughs> maybe you want to share your thoughts with us you can reach out at starcrashpodcast at gmail.com uh, we would love to hear from you and uh, we will see you again next time with another disaster film <laughs> bye bye bye